Hi, I'm Jeremiah Johnston. Here's the podcast for The Jeremiah Johnston Show. And don't forget, you can also listen live across the Faith Radio Network Saturdays at 11 a.m. Central or 12 Eastern for the entire hour. And if you want your question read on the live show, go ahead and send it to me at www.askjjj.com. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Welcome to The Jeremiah Johnston Show. Combining cutting-edge biblical scholarship with meaningful, thought-provoking discussions and practical answers to your questions. It's time to own your faith and be a Christian thinker with our host, author, Bible scholar, apologist, and president of the Christian Thinker Society, Dr. Jeremiah Johnston. Welcome to the Jeremiah Johnston Show. Great to welcome all of you joining us across Faith Radio Network, both in the Central and Eastern Time Zone. Also want to welcome everyone who listens to this broadcast later through one of the on-demand mediums. Uh, I was recently speaking just a few days ago in Atlanta, Georgia, four times at the Glen Haven Baptist Church. We had a fantastic Christian Thinker Society unanswered tour event. And so many people um, had told me they were listening to the Jeremiah Johnston Show via the podcast. So definitely want to welcome all of you who listen to this program, uh, be it on podcast or the archive or met us through the blog, or perhaps this is your very first time joining us. We are honored to have you checking out this program. This program is really right out of the heart of Christian Thinker Society, which is the ministry that my wife and I founded a decade ago, dedicated to helping every single believer, not just a few Delta Force Christians, but every single follower of Jesus, love God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, but make no mistake what Jesus said in Matthew 22, with all of your mind. And guess what? When we love God with all our mind, the Christian faith gets extremely exciting. Another really cool thing about this program is that our audience really helps us each and every week direct the content, because I have thousands of listeners just like you who submit questions and comments to our program. How can you do that if you're just joining us? You can go to www.askjjj.com. Just go to askjjj. I am Jeremiah J. Johnston. I get your emails, and we sift through those, and then we bring that content right on the show. So let me just jump right now to a question that Jeff asks, and it's actually quite pertinent, Jeff, for our program today. He says, what does the Bible say about mental illness? Are there any Bible verses that could help me through struggling with depression and possible bipolar? Jeff, what a great question. Thank you for writing in and asking. The Bible has so much to say about how we think. In fact, over 30% of the Psalms, Jeff, and that's that big book in the Old Testament, over 30% are Psalms of a lament. They're psalms of individuals who are struggling. And so guess what? If you're struggling, the Bible has a whole lot to say about you um, in, the, in the, whatever predicament that you're in. But specifically as it relates to mental challenges, the Bible has so much to say about how we think and what we meditate on. I'm thinking right now, Jeff, of Philippians 4, which tells us to meditate on things that are good, holy, noble, of good report, let these things be your meditation, the force of the Greek is. And so, yes, it has so much to say. Um, and I also love that the Bible doesn't hold us from back from certain what we might refer to as embarrassing narrative. If we were just trying to make up or invent a religion, we certainly wouldn't write in our holy scriptures 
about some of our key individuals who are struggling or having a crisis of faith if we were just making it up. But guess what? The Bible's not made up, Jeff. Um, And how we know that is there are some of the greatest people from both the Old and the New Testament had these momentary, even these seasons of life where they struggled. I mean, Elijah asked God to kill him at one point. John the Baptist is doubting the Messiahship of Jesus at one point. Why? Because he was in a dungeon in Machairus, getting ready to be executed for his faith. And his disciples go to Jesus and say, John the Baptist is doubting. He's struggling. And you know what, Jeff? Jesus didn't bash him for struggling. He said to him in Luke 7, go back and tell him, the blind receive their sight, the deaf hear, the dead are necros, a in Greek. They stand up, they're raised. And so, uh, Jeff, you're going to love this program today, friends, and all of you are, because I have my good friend Lindsay Taylor joining us on the line from Alabama. We're going to be talking about a very exciting conference that I, Kay Warren, Attorney General Steve Marshall, Chip Judd, and music by Andrew Peterson. We're doing an area-wide event in two different locations in the great state of Alabama called the Not Alone Conference. We've got to step away and take a quick break for 90 seconds. You're going to hear all about this in today's program. And don't forget, you can submit your questions at askjjj.com. Stay with us. This is The Jeremiah Johnson Show. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Johnston Show. This is Jeremiah and friends. I am delighted to have joining us via phone today on our program uh, somebody who has become a wonderful friend to the Ministry of Christian Thinker Society. And I have Lindsay Taylor uh, joining us. Lindsay, thanks so much for joining us on the broadcast today. Thank you for having me. Lindsay is the co founder of Hope Springs Counseling, a nonprofit whose mission is to make quality Christian counseling services available to the community, especially to those in ministry who serve the Lord, the community, and our country in any capacity. And this vision of Hope Springs Counseling includes military and first responders, which is so fantastic, ministers, it focuses on missionaries and their families, we'll discuss that too, foster and adopted families, public service officials, Lindsay's been working with military and first responders for several years, one of her greatest passions. And she has a wonderful CV. She has a master's degree in marriage and family therapy. And she's a licensed marriage and family therapist in the state of Alabama. Uh, She's also a member of the American Association of Christian Counselors and is certified to facilitate equine-assisted psychotherapy, uh, which is something else that is fascinating Um, And something I've been actually um, hearing a lot more about recently, Um, Lindsay has also been working with Hope Springs and others in her community to launch the first Not Alone conference. And I'm privileged to be speaking at this conference along with Kay Warren, obviously the wife of Saddleback Pastor Rick Warren, Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall. Such a powerful story there that we'll discuss. So, Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us. And I want to begin right at the outset For the audience that's joining us across Faith Radio today, I want to ask you to define the difference of a Christian biblical counselor versus other counseling practices that are more of secular nature. For those that are listening right now who are wondering, 
you know, I need a counselor, but what's the difference? What am I getting with a Christian or a biblical counselor? There are a lot of people actually that have this question. They don't really understand the difference, and they're almost embarrassed to ask. Can you just explain that for our audience? Sure. So the way I see a Christian counselor um, is that we have a framework that we're operating out of that might be different or that is different than a secular counselor. I am going to, even if not directly, use um, biblical foundations in Scripture. It's going to be in the back of my head driving everything that I am asking, thinking, um, advising, um, prescribing. Whereas a secular counselor obviously is not going to have that um, accountability and uh, foundation. So just keep going at that for a moment. So for the the skeptic that might think, well, okay, you're 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 counseling from your own belief system. Um, are you still a real counselor? Right. So I have gone through a you know three year master program that um, is state qualified or yeah state qualified that that uh, gives me all of the the clinical tools that I need to be able to identify uh, symptoms and um, use different theories and interventions to assist folks with working through certain issues and symptoms, whether it's an actual mental illness or whether it's a relational issue or um, just any any different thing that they present with, I have definitely had the training that any other uh, counselor that's going to be able to be licensed to provide that type of care has had. Wow. So then the difference then really, though, is in addition to all the all the essential qualifications and credentials that all other counselors have, you have this additional qualification and credential of this biblically-based approach. Can you just discuss that a little bit more for our audience? Sure. So, and my training was actually even um, grounded in that. So I got the the clinical qualifications like you were you were talking about along with the biblical components to connect with it um whereas other other counselors may have gotten a secular education and gotten those same those same qualifications and training and they are just kind of relying on their own um understanding of of faith and uh, scripture to kind of put those together. I was very, very blessed and fortunate to have had a program that helped me do that with um, biblical scholars as teachers and being able to um, look through scripture kind of through an exegetical lens instead of um, having to figure out how to do that on my own. Um, so then we can look at things like relationships and there's even theories in in the secular psychology field um, about attachment and about um, how that's best facilitated in relationship uh, through different kind of levels of intimacy. And uh, what's amazing to me is that 
all truth is God's truth. And so he he knew all of that stuff before um, a secular psychology theorist put it out there. And uh, so we can go back to Scripture and see why that all makes sense. If you're just joining us on the Jeremiah Johnson Show, my guest is Lindsay Taylor, co-founder of Hope Springs Counseling. And I want you to check out their website, and it, you can just go to simply facebook.com slash counseling.hopesprings or their Instagram account, which is instagram.com slash hopesprings.eap. Um, talk for a moment about how you were led of God to co-found Hope Springs Counseling in your community. And, and I just want to set it up this way, Lindsay, because um, anyone who listens to this program with any regularity, anyone who's heard me speak, anybody who's read any of my books knows that I am so passionate about having the discussion at the intersection of faith and life about mental illness and mental wellness. In Chapter 12 of my book, Unimaginable, I revealed that 90 million Americans live in federally recognized shortage areas, meaning they do not have a counselor that lives close enough to them that is a drivable distance. Now, that's kind of shocking to hear that 90 million Americans do not have a qualified counselor nearby. What fills the void are pastors and other Christian leaders and qualified Christian counselors who spend their time, in many cases volunteer their time, to the tune of hundreds of thousands of hours per year to minister to people who are suffering. Or to put it another way, and I tested these statistics when I spoke at, um, when I actually was a part of a Baker, or excuse me, a Baylor University academic roundtable, I learned from Rodney Stark, the great eminent sociologist. Let me put it a different way. If everyone just became irreligious, meaning there was no such thing as religion in America, there would be an increase of $216 billion of mental health costs. And so there's definitely something that we need to be discussing as it relates to faith and mental health. So pick it up with there with why you started Hope Springs Counseling and what your vision is for your community. So... We're we're right there on that that same mindset, Jeremiah. Um, we see this this need of people that are hurting, and um, a lot of times the the secular care for them is not working. Uh, whether it's medication driven or it is leaving out the spiritual component that is a huge part of their life, or it is just unacknowledged and ignored and seen either from a secular community or from the faith community that it's something that you just need to kind of pull yourself up by your bootstraps and get over and deal um and people just keep hurting and it keeps getting worse and uh we we wanted to step in and um help fill that fill that need and so when did you start hope springs so we actually started uh, under a satellite office, amazingly, of a another Christian counseling center who had wanted to kind of branch out and, and cover more, more area and be able to provide more services uh, for folks in different areas. And um, we started that in 2011. But then um, we were encouraged that we were capable to kind of go out on our own and and start our own nonprofit. So that began in 2000 and 
14. Um, so we have been kind of on our own doing that since then. So talk to, I want you to speak to our audience for a moment because, you know, we have all kinds of people who listen to this program and we thank God for every single person who listens to the Jeremiah Johnston show, both on faith radio network and the thousands who subscribe to the, our podcast. What would you advise to a mom or dad who is wondering if they should take their son or daughter, their child or their grandson or granddaughter for a Christian counselor, but they just can't get over that hump? Because as I said Monday night when I spoke in Bonita Springs, Florida, Christians don't gossip. We just share prayer requests, of course. (laughs) And so um, they just don't want to become the gossip of the church that, man, they must be having a breakdown. They went to a Christian counselor. Can you just give people permission, Lindsay? We only have about two and a half minutes left. For those that are listening to you, they've known for a long time, and the Holy Spirit is actually using this broadcast right now to give them the permission that it's time for me to pick up the phone and call a qualified biblical Christian counselor like Lindsay Taylor, like Hope Springs Counseling. What would you say to a mom or dad who's listening right now? Sure. So I think it's it's a very, very brave thing to have to step out and say, I need help. Um, But we also have a lot of folks that come in, and these are wonderful, amazing uh, sessions and journeys to be able to be a part of when people come in and just say, you know, I just want kind of a checkup. Like I go to my doctor. Uh, I just want to be sure that I'm on the right track. I just want to be sure that um, hearing what God has to say and, and following that to the best of my ability Um, so I think that sometimes we need to even give ourselves permission that it doesn't have to be this huge problem uh, to be able to go in. And, and I think that helps even destigmatize it, that if we could all go around talking about counseling, like it's not this huge, horrible thing that you only go when stuff is terrible, then everybody wouldn't feel so ashamed to say I go. Um, and then of course, uh, yes, if there is something major, then just like we would, run to the emergency room if we were having heart attack symptoms, why in the world would we not take care of, you know, our our mental and emotional and spiritual health in the same way? So good. Again, my guest is Lindsay Taylor, co-founder of the Hope Springs Counseling Center. And when we come back after this 90-second break, Lindsay, I'm going to let you loose to talk about what's happening in just two weeks in the great state of Alabama where the Not Alone Conference is happening. It is an area-wide event. You don't even have to live in Alabama. If you just want to drive a few hundred miles and come see us, that would be great, too. It's featuring uh, Kay Warren of Saddleback Church. I am speaking at it. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall is speaking, and I'm going to ask you to share this story because just a few months ago, very sadly, Brother in Christ, Steve Marshall, his wife, sadly completed suicide. And so I'm going to ask you to share that story on the other side of the break. And then there are a host of other phenomenal breakout sessions and great speakers. And it's actually happening in two different locations at the same time. This is so exciting. Uh, You're listening to the Jeremiah Johnston Show. Uh, We're going to take a break, and I'm back in 90 seconds. Please don't change the station. Stay with us. And, of course, you can submit your question to me at AskJJJ.com. Stay with us. We're back.
back at the Jeremiah Johnston Show. I have joining me via phone Lindsay Taylor, co-founder of Hope Springs Counseling, all the way from the great state of Alabama. I welcome you to this program if you're listening across the Faith Radio Network or on the Jeremiah Johnston Show podcast. Don't forget, if you want to know more about this program, if you want to listen to our past episodes, you can check that out by just simply Googling the Jeremiah Johnston Show or simply going to our podcast, Google Play, subscribe and thanks so much uh, for leaving that review consider uh, keeping that up we appreciate so much how the holy spirit is using this broadcast um lindsay welcome back to the program talk to us about the not alone conference that's happening in just two weekends uh and, and please tell us how we can register and why we need to be there sure we are so blessed and honored to be able to be a part of hosting this conference that is going to be focused on helping destigmatize um, mental health within the church and the community and be able to better equip the church uh, especially, but the community in general, to minister to those who feel alone in their pain uh, and then, of course, connect people to any resources that, that our community has to help with that. Uh, it is February 22nd. It begins that evening and goes into Saturday, February 20th, 23rd. And go to com, and there is a tab there to purchase tickets. And we want anybody and everybody to come. We have two locations being offered to be able to provide enough seating for anybody that wants to come we will be in albertville at the fine arts center and that's albertville alabama yes albertville alabama and then in huntsville alabama at willowbrook baptist church and will you be streaming this for those that are listening across the country or will there be any resources afterwards um, in case they can't come in the flesh but perhaps want to be uh, benefit from the resources that are happening that weekend that has not been set up at this point. If there is enough interest in that, then there might be a way that we can work out that that can be done afterward. Fantastic. Um, the best way for now is to purchase a ticket and come in. So you got to be there. This is one of those things you've got to be there. And, uh, again, that's Friday night, all day Saturday, February 22nd, February 23rd. I can't wait to be there. I'll be speaking at both locations, as will Kay Warren as will Steve Marshall. Now, I want you to tell us the story of Attorney General Steve Marshall. And um, just uh, I, I think there's a lot of people that are just simply unaware of what happened. Um, and I just think it's an amazing testimony of his faith that he's speaking at this. Can you just take it from there, Lindsay? Right. So this Steve Marshall story is one of the big driving forces um, with the beginning of this Not Alone Conference we had a wave of several suicide suicides in the community. One of those was Steve Marshall's wife, Bridget. Um, she had struggled for a long time with chronic pain and then subsequently struggled with uh, opiate addiction, um, along with, of course, some depression and anxiety that, that comes with all that as well. And ultimately... She ended up deciding she was feeling so alone in that that it was it was her her decision to to um, take her life and um, she she left um, Steve her husband and a uh, daughter Faith 
to to grieve that loss. So following that, Life Point Church, which is Steve Marshall's home church in Albertville, Alabama. And so Steve is a Christian. I mean, for those that are just hearing Absolutely. the story, he's a brother in Christ. This Absolutely. is a Christian family. They're regular attenders of Life Point Church. I mean, keep going. Yes, Bridget is. Um, Bridget has been a member of Life Point and active, active there along with Steve, and very much vocal in her faith. Uh, it was not something that that uh, she was silent about. Um, and so, following this, Life Point Church contacted several local community resources and leaders and said, we we just need to do something. This is not something we can just let happen and then be silent and do nothing. And so there came the, the idea of the Not Alone Conference, and um, Steve was more than willing to be a part of that and wanted, even in his address to the state after after Bridget's suicide, he, he stated that he wanted something good to come out of this. He wanted God to be able to use this for his glory. So um, this was one of the ways that we hope that that, that that's going to happen. Wow. Uh, Rarely have I seen such courage where the wound is still raw. It will always be there. But this just happened um, in the summer of 2018. Am I right, Lindsay? Exactly. Yes. Just months ago. So here we are, not even a year later, and Steve, only through his faith in Jesus Christ, which is all that gets us out of bed in the morning, he is the only hope, he is going to be speaking and sharing. And will he be at both locations, both at the Fine Arts Center in Albertville and at the Willowbrook Baptist Church in Huntsville? He will. All of these speakers, you, Jeremiah, Kay Warren, and Steve, will all be in person at these locations speaking. There will be no no uh, streaming of of their discussions and, and talks. All speakers will be present. Now, friends, I want you to know, um, Lindsay Taylor is a great example to the church today. And by the church, I mean all denominations. We have here a leader for Christ who is a qualified biblical counselor who saw a need in her community, many suicides, and then, of course, the suicide of someone who's very well known, uh, his wife, And instead of just cursing the darkness, um, they are putting their effort and their faith in action and launching a conference where churches are coming together, first responders are coming together. This is a beautiful equation and, in fact, a great template for those of you who are listening. I don't care if you're listening in middle America, on the East Coast, or wherever you're listening Um, Friends, we have a mental health crisis right now on our hands. You can go ahead and call the suicide problem an epidemic because the World Health Organization has, in fact, called it an epidemic. And I pray that if you are a pastor or a Christian leader, you will consider, as you look at your church calendar throughout the year, yes, we do revivals or whatever we call them now, apologetics events or Super Sundays, you know, outreach evangelistic events. Yes, we do Disciple Nows. Yes, we do summer youth camps. Will you please consider adding a conference just like what Lindsay Taylor has done, just like what other friends of mine have done across the country? And guess what? Your church, your community, your organization will be known as not only a thought leader in your community, but as someone who truly displays the compassion of Jesus Christ because you're offering all these different tracks 
where people can come and begin the healing equation to mental wellness. Now, talk for a moment, if you will. We only have a few minutes left um, you, because I think there's a lot of pastors. We have many Christian leaders and ministers who listen to this program as well, Lindsay, and you're speaking to their heart right now um, as well about just how you put this conference together. I know they can find all of the information at notalonconference.com. You don't just have these plenary speakers um, that we've mentioned, but you have several people in the community that are doing, you're discussing infertility, uh, you're discussing PTSD, just discuss even more uh, the different tracks that are available. Right, so yes, we will have these these plenary keynote speakers that, that you've mentioned, but we also will have breakout session options that will cover, we tried to think of a wide range of topics that folks feel alone in and are hurting and right within our churches, not not just people that we're trying to outreach to, but people in our pews that struggle with. And oftentimes when we feel alone and we're hurting, that then turns into depression and anxiety and, and other mental illnesses. So we've got topics ranging from, like you said, infertility, um, PTSD, to um, autism, to adoption and and foster care attachment issues um, to, um, what else do we have? We've got grief and um, just trauma in general. Uh, We have chronic pain. Um, You're going to be speaking on specifically more on suicide. We've got um, crisis pregnancy and abortion. we have even we have a couple of pastors who are going to be speaking on ministers and when ministers struggle with depression and anxiety themselves. So um, yeah, we've got we've got a lot of different topics covered: race and mental illness, uh, blended mm. families, what pornography. Yes. Wow. And so again, my guest today is Lindsay Taylor. She's a qualified biblical counselor, all of the credentials, um, a great clinician. Uh, somebody who not only founded a counseling center, Hope Springs Counseling, but is now doing events for the community. Um, Lindsay, what's your prayer? I mean, what does success look like for the Non-Alone Conference beyond just the event itself? What are you really praying um, will happen as a result of doing a essentially a community summit on mental health? I mean, what is what is the purpose of this for those that are listening and even contemplating doing a mental health conference in their own community? So... Our vision is that, you know, we as the church have been called to bear one another's burdens. You know, in Corinthians it tells us that Christ comfort us in our afflictions so that we can comfort others in theirs. And there's these major afflictions right now that people are struggling with. Uh, you know, every 12 minutes in the U.S. somebody dies by suicide. One in four adults are going to experience mental health issue. So there's these afflictions that are often go unacknowledged in our churches, and we, we want to start shining the light there um, so that that we can then begin comforting like we were called to do. Uh, we want the church to feel better informed about these, these issues and then equipped to help walk in these painful journeys with people um, because obviously we, we as the church can offer that ultimate hope and healing that through Christ for them. Well, I'm just delighted to be partnering um, as we pray over our calendar as a ministry at Christian Thinker Society and as we look through the invitations and the different opportunities that we have to partner and speak 
Um, we do so very prayerfully. And sometimes we say no for the bigger yes of just things. There's only so much time in the day. There's only so many planes that we can get on. Uh, but as we prayed and as we looked at our 2019 calendar, there was no doubt in our mind as a ministry that joining forces with Lindsay Taylor and the Hope Springs Counseling at the Not Alone Conference was the DNA of our ministry, what we feel called of God to do. You've brought so much hope already on this broadcast, Lindsay. Um, before we end this program, we only have about about 45 seconds left. Will you just say a prayer, Lindsay, for those who have been listening to you? Um, you've said so many dynamic things that they will just, again, have that permission and freedom to find a Christian brother or sister, a qualified counselor that they can talk to. We pray for our audience. Absolutely. So, dear God, we just want to come to you and, first of all, uh, thank you for this privilege that we have to be able to speak to so many people, both through this program and through the Not Alone Conference. And we pray that you will help people to feel encouraged and given hope that there are those who care and want them to not be alone in their struggle because ultimately you wanted us not to be alone here. You wanted us to know that you love and care for us so much that you chose to leave your amazing heavenly home to come here and suffer for us. And we want to be able to provide some level of comfort to those who are also struggling and hurting in the midst of something and we pray that, that they will just feel that and know that and that the Holy Spirit will give them the courage to reach out and accept that care and love and hope that is there for them. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lindsay Taylor, for joining us on the Jeremiah Johnston Show. All of us will be praying for the Not Alone Conference. Join us in two weeks. We've got to go to break. I'll be back in 90 seconds. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Johnston Show. Caitlin has sent in a question Jeremiah, what is the purpose of the, quote, judgment day when you have already been saved and forgiven? This is such an important question, Caitlin, for, and thank you so much for asking it. When we are following Jesus, the Bible tells us that someday we will stand before the judgment or the bema, that is spelled B-E-M-A, the bema seat of Jesus Christ. Now, Caitlin, I want to make sure you have the scriptures because it's so important that we always base our answers on what the Bible has to say. The Bible tells us that when we are followers of Jesus, that yes, every one of us are going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. This comes from 2 Corinthians 5:10, for we must all stand before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive what is due him for things done in the body, whether good or bad. Now, don't miss Romans 14:10 and 11. It says you then, why do you judge your brother? Why do you look down on your brother? For we will all stand before God's judgment seat. It is written, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me, every tongue will confess to God. And, you know, Paul often used these Olympic or these athletic analogies when he was discussing the Christian journey. 
And he says that there was going to be someday this Bema seed, or to translate it in today's language, there was going to be this evaluation seat that every Christian would someday be recognized for the great things that they had done for the Lord. So yes, without a doubt, Caitlin, I agree with you. We are forgiven of our sins. We are saved, to use that vernacular, as followers of Jesus. And yet the Bible still says that we should occupy until he until Christ returns. This means we need to be busy doing great things. And so the Bible gives us certain things of what this day is going to be uh, really like. Number one, I always tell people it's going to be a day of confession. I, I take this again right out of the scripture. Pause right there. Make sure you have the scripture. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 10 through 17. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 10 through 17, Caitlin. Such an important passage. But make no mistake, verse 3 says the judgment seat of Christ is going to be a day of confession for us. It says that our work will be shown for what it is in verse 13. Because the day will bring it to light, it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test the quality of each of our works for God. Another translation said um, it will be revealed by fire. I think it's interesting. It made that the things that we do for God will be made manifest. Secondly, it's also my conviction that it will be a day of great compensation for us. First Corinthians 3.8 says that everyone will receive according to his labor. Hebrews 11.6 says that without faith it's impossible to please him, but when we come to God, we believe that he exists, and make no mistake, he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And yes, our reward is to be with Jesus for eternity, worshiping him. But the Bible also says that the judgment seat of Christ is going to be an opportunity for us to be rewarded for the things that we did here on earth. I mean, you think about all of the award shows that we have. We have the Oscars here on earth. We have the Grammys. We have even Christian awards. We have the Dove Awards. We have awards where people are recognized for outstanding achievement. And we see the very same thing playing out in the scriptures. I think, number one, we're going to be rewarded, Caitlin, for a consistent devotional life. Psalm 1-2, Psalm 119-105. I think we're going to be rewarded for everything we do for Jesus Christ. Um, I mean, I think of Matthew chapter 10. You can't even give a cold cup of water to someone in the name of Jesus, but that you will someday receive a reward for that. Um, Matthew 6.1 is another passage that comes to mind. And then the scriptures talk about the crowns um, that we can receive at this judgment seat. Number one, I can just do these quickly. The incorruptible crown, that's 1 Corinthians 9.27. Remember, Paul said, I discipline my body. I bring it into subjection, lest when I've preached to others, I myself should be disqualified. So there's a real possible opportunity that each and every one of us have to live a Christ-like character and be rewarded for that. I think there's also going to be a crown of obedience. There's going to be the, this is really the crown of obedience. Secondly, there's going to be a crown of righteousness. We see this from 2 Timothy 4.8. There is laid up for me, Paul said, the crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but to all who have loved his appearing. And this is that reward for the believer in Jesus Christ that is constantly looking up and expecting the second coming of Jesus Christ. We need to live saying, Maranatha, Lord, come. So, Caitlin, you see what I'm getting at. 
Um, this is a great day of reward. So it's not just about being saved or forgiven and having right relationship with God. It's, that's only the beginning of the Christian journey. God wants to cheer us on to do great works for him. Um, thirdly, I think there's a crown of rejoicing. This is out of two Thess or Second Thessalonians 2.19. What is our hope? What is our joy? What is our crown of rejoicing? Is it not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ that is coming? And many Bible commentators believe that this is the great soul winner's crown. This is for those men and women who take evangelism seriously. You do your part to witness to people, of course, with your lifestyle, but with your words, with your action, with your effort, your time, your resources. The Bible says there's going to be a soul winner's crown for you, the crown of rejoicing. And then fourthly, the, the next compensation is the crown of life. Now, this one is very interesting to me. And it's interesting when you look it up in the commentators. This comes out of Revelation chapter 2, verse 10. It says, Do not fear those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested, and you will have tribulation. Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. James 1.12 says, Blessed is the individual who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will, again, listen to this closely, receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. So what is the crown of life, Jeremiah? It's the crown that's given not only to those who are martyred or killed for their faith in Christ, but those who were even willing to be so. They lived in, in a courageous Christian commitment against even within hostile, hostile environments. And then fifthly, I think there's the good shepherd's crown, First Peter 5, 4. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. I do want to say this as a final challenge to myself, Caitlin, when you ask about, and I, think, I hope it's a challenge to everyone who's listening. I also think it's going to be a day of some remorse for us as Christians because 1 Corinthians 3.15 says that if it is burned up, he will suffer loss he himself will be saved, but only as one escaping through the flames. It's kind of a curious passage, isn't it? Um, this is for the person that, yes, they get to heaven, but they're going to have no rewards eternally. Yes, they're forgiven. Yes, they're going to spend eternity in the presence of Jesus Christ. But it's going to be a day of remorse because they're going to think about the things they could have done for the Lord in this life. And guess what? We only get one shot. We only have one opportunity. And you know what? I can't change the past, can I? I learn from the past, but I don't live there. So it doesn't matter if you have not been living the productive Christian life. Here's the good news. You can change that today. So stand up, get up, get motivated, forget about yesterday, and start living for Jesus Christ today. Start making a decision and a difference right now. Um, and then finally, I think this is really cool. I think this is going to be the final time that we cry, Caitlin, because the Bible says in Revelation 21.4, God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There'll be no more death, sorrow, nor crying, no pain. All former things will have passed away. I think the only tears, though, that we're going to have in the judgment seat of Christ are for those we didn't reach for Jesus Christ. And so, wow, uh, what a great question, Caitlin, and thanks for giving me the opportunity to unpack that. Uh, with you all here today. We've got a couple more uh, minutes. I want to get to a few other questions if I can. Casey asks, Jeremiah, what is the best or preferred Bible translation 
for you. Oh, well, Casey, thank you for asking. Um, I love reading the Bible in different translations. It is so important that we have great translations to read from and study the Word of God with. Um, One right here on my desk right now for this program is the New American Standard English Bible. And when I say the NASB, um, that is the New American Standard 95 Lockman version. Now, in my speaking and lecturing across the country in churches, um, I've been using the brand new, fully updated Holman Bible. It was the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Now it's just called the CSB or the Christian Standard Bible. I'm really enjoying using that one. Of course, I memorize oftentimes out of the ESV. And then I can't help it. Um, I was raised, <laughs> I got, I came to Christ and, and hearing the authorized King James. And so, so many great passages that stick out of my mind are even from the King James Version. But Casey, thanks so much for the question. Friends, this has been so fun, this power teaching segment. Um, and it's just, I think, been neat to hear from so many of you with these very interesting questions. As always, you can submit those questions to our program at www.ask. JJJ.com. I'm going to be back with some final thoughts, but we've got to step away for a minute. We'll be back in 90 seconds. Back to the Jeremiah Johnston Show. This has been a fantastic program where, again, you have been equipped with immediate next step for trending questions. And I think without a doubt the most important question of our time is what do we do about the challenge that so many of us face with mental health, mental wellness, mental illness. It's, it's pervasive, isn't it? I mean, as we've been hearing about in this entire program, it's all around us. And so I want you to take an immediate step today and find somebody to minister to who's struggling. And I hope and pray to the Lord Jesus Christ that you'll take what you've learned today and you'll be a blessing to someone who's struggling, not a Pharisee. Friends, coming to Christ is step one, but guess what? There's a lot of people that are just growing in their faith or they're baby Christians and they're struggling along, and they need a seasoned veteran Christian to come along, put their arm around them, and say, let me help you. Let me walk with you through this challenge. And so don't forget when you've struggled, the people that have spoke life and encouragement into you. So I pray that as an immediate next step, you'll leave this program and say, I'm going to be a blessing to someone like Lindsay Taylor and Jeremiah have been discussing in this program. Number two, go beyond being a blessing and go out of your way to be equipped to speak conversantly on this issue And again, I want to remind you about the Not Alone Conference. Please pray for me. Pray for the speakers. Uh, As you've already heard, it's happening in Albertville, Alabama, Huntsville, Alabama. I, Kay Warren, Attorney General Steve Marshall, will be speaking February 22nd and February 23rd. Will you please pray for me? Pray for me both of these days as I speak and give the plenary session messages. Pray that the Holy Spirit will use me to minister to everyone there who's hurting or who's challenged but also to speak to so many leaders um, who are also going to be attending for professional development purposes. Um, And I do want to ask you also to pray for me. I've just finished another Bible study for Lifeway, and I'm working on a book right now published by Baker Publishing called The Spirituality of Happiness. This is going to be an opportunity for me to take what I've learned since writing last about mental challenges, that is with my unanswered book, Bible Study and Video Series. I've learned a lot even since that book, 
and I'm putting it all into a book dedicated to answering so many of the challenging questions. Like we heard from Jeff earlier in the broadcast, what exactly does the Bible have to say about mental challenges and mental illness? So definitely connect with me on social media to stay informed on these resources. Um, that's at underscore Jeremiah J on Instagram, at underscore Jeremiah J on Twitter. And then on Facebook, just go over and hit the like button at Christian Thinkers Society. I'm probably coming to speak, uh, hopefully, to a city near you, wherever you're listening to this from. I would also love to come to your community. If you have a vision to bring Christian Thinker Society for an area-wide event, you can also go check out our website for all of those details. Also want to encourage you with an immediate next step. Be reading. Remember, leaders are readers. So I hope that you've got a good book in your lap that you're studying to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm going to be back next week with my good friend, Bible teacher, Angie Smith. She's going to be joining us, and I've got a very challenging set of questions for her because she's lived, she's transcended uh, some deep, deep sorrows. So you're not going to want to miss next week on the Jeremiah Johnston Show as my good friend, Angie Smith, joins us. This has been another great episode. It's been a privilege to have you along with us. Until next time, I hope you have a blessed, blessed day, and thanks for giving us your time. And thanks for participating with us today on Faith Radio Network. See you next time. Hi, I'm Jeremiah Johnston. Thanks for listening to the podcast from the Jeremiah Johnston Show. I definitely want to hear from you, so if you have a follow-up question from today's program, you can submit it to me at www.askjjj.com. You'll also see how you can connect with us from there across social media. And don't forget, these conversations are available because of listener support. And you can make a gift right now to the Faith Radio Network at www.myfaithradio.com. And to avoid missing future editions of The Jeremiah Johnston Show, please subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. You can do a Google Play RSS feed. And thanks for sharing this audio link with a friend and growing the impact of the program.